Greetings gamers and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Duocube. Part of the reason why gamers love video games so much is because of the immersive experience provided by unique characters and expressive storytelling. We've been noticing a very strong trend where a lot of these stories and video games have become so good that they're now being turned into movies and TV shows. In this episode, we wanted to talk about our favorite games gone Hollywood and take a look at the world where cinema and video games meet. Yes, the world where cinema and video games meet. Uh, while preparing for this episode, I thought back and came to the conclusion that this isn't a new phenomenon. Games have been going into movies and TV shows earlier than, than I anticipated. And I actually, it reminded me of something. Um, it reminded me of a little movie in 2016 about the world of Warcraft. And it's Warcraft The Beginning. And I watched that when I was, I think, 18, 19 years old. Um, and I remember being really impressed about, as a World of Warcraft fan back then, uh, about about the movie, the quality of the movie, and the new dimension it it added to to the game, basically. And I really think that's interesting if we if we look at uh, the movies and TV shows that's be, that are being developed right now, such as The Witcher, Arcane, the new upcoming Halo, the, the more recent things. I think the interesting part about that is. In 2016, we had this movie, this this game turning into a movie, and then we had a whole bunch of nothing, in my experience. Maybe I'm missing something. I probably am missing something. A whole bunch of nothing until like the last couple of years where they've been pushing out movies uh, from the gaming world. Yeah, absolutely. So many new movies and TV shows are being made with existing uh, brands or books or video games. I think something that plays a very large role in this is exclusivity. Because we have so many new content providers, Netflix, Apple, Disney, HBO, the list goes on and on. Yeah, yeah. But what they really want is to make content that's so unique that draws you to their specific platform. And I think from that, from their perspective, it makes a lot of sense to buy something that already works, right? If we think about uh, what you just, what we just said, The Witcher, Arcane, Halo, um, Arcane obviously being based on League of Legends. They already have a huge fan base. These games already have a huge story. They already have a huge fan base. And it's really easy to take that fan base uh, or to take that story, take that product and turn it into basically another dimension, another form of media, right? Right, exactly. And, and if you're a fan of, say, the video game, then I think you're more inclined to go check out the, the TV show as Yeah, well. for sure. And it works the other way around as well. Uh, for example, for movies that are turned into video games. Uh, the Lego brand is a great example of this. I mean, you know, I'm sure we've played um, at least one Lego game uh, in our lifetimes. Uh, Lego Indiana Jones, Lego uh, Marvels, Lego uh, no, Harry Potter, maybe? Yeah, the list goes on and on, for sure. A lot of brands actually do this. If we look at Marvel, Harry Potter, the Disney brands, the Toy Stories, we've seen everything from movies turn into video games. And even, even though it sounds different, a movie into a game or a game into a movie, I think they're very similar. I think it's both expanding your community, expanding your fan base, expanding your audience. Um, and I think also the technique behind it might be more similar than we think. Absolutely. Most movies and TV shows nowadays use some form of CGI and computer software. And if you think about it, like what kind of software is best at making uh, 3D content, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it's kind of like making a video game. 
One example of technology being shared between movies and the TV show is actually The Mandalorian, which is a spin-off of the Star Wars series. Yeah. Now, there's a very, very interesting technology they used for making the backgrounds in The Mandalorian. So what you would used to have um, way, way back in the beginning of the Star Wars series, of the Star Wars movies, I should say, was that they would draw their backgrounds with with paint, actual like models and building trees and building a set. And as time went on, it became more interesting to use a green screen, for example, because you could just have your actors in front of it, and then you would model the the, the background scenery on the green screen behind it on your computer, and you would edit it in post processing. Now the Mandalorian has taken it one step further. What they've essentially done is replaced their green screen with an actual screen, just a huge TV that goes all around the actors. And what they can project onto this uh, TV screen is basically a game world. Well, as we know it, but beautiful mountain landscapes or uh, fantastic scenery somewhere in space. You know, the, the exact kind of thing that Star Wars is famous for, with all the different planets and all the different mm -hmm. landscapes. Yeah. But the fascinating thing is, is that they use a game engine. They use Unreal Engine to make those landscapes. Unreal Engine that we know and from our favorite video games. So to me, it's, it's super interesting that they share this technology. And I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be a lot more overlap in the future. Yeah, I was just about to say that definitely goes to show that there's so much overlap and so much they can learn from each other and take from each other, the, the, the movie worlds and, and the gaming world. Right, absolutely. And it goes the other way around too, don't forget that. Because motion capture, for example, was commonly used in movies. With, yeah. uh, I think Tron was uh, one of the first that really used it a lot. And now if you have animations and video games, and motion capture is used pretty much as a standard. I'm not sure which one came first. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's movies. But if you take a look at behind the scenes from some video games, um, anything that has realistic human or animal movement, it's all recorded with motion capture. And it, it's a technology that, you know, you can be good in with movies and then you can easily transfer to video games or vice versa. It's, it's super fascinating how, how much that overlaps. And it shows in the results. Like video games are becoming very cinematic in in their storytelling as well yeah especially single players or or, or videos with a with a heavy storyline they're very cinematic or realistic even okay so a lot of the video gaming world and the movie tv show world overlaps and a lot of the techniques overlap and and they can learn a lot from each other so basically the only thing you would need to make a good single player game or translate that game into a movie or tv show is is good lore is a good story that you can tell to your audience. I think that's what makes or breaks the movie in the end. Absolutely. You can have all the fancy tricks in the world, but if you don't have the good story, good characters. Exactly. And let's talk about some of those shows because we got a question. And this question is sent to us by uh, Freddy. And Freddy asks us, what are your favorite TV shows? And then he means like TV shows from video games. Um, to stay with the topic, um, let me let me ask the question first to you. Uh, what are your favorite TV shows that like came from video games? Because I know you're a big big uh, The Witcher fan, so that was gonna be my answer. Yeah, if it, <laughs> if it has to be inspired from a video game, 
Um, definitely The Witcher. I've been really enjoying that show. Um, so tell sometimes me why. It, well, sometimes it, I, I got to admit, it hurts a little bit to watch because I, I've read the books um, and I've played the video game, uh, The Witcher 3 only, not The Witcher 1 or 2. Um, and it's kind of, I have three different versions of the story in my head right now, <laughs> which oh, makes yeah. it a bit difficult. But it's it's still very well well made, and um, you know the the music is outstanding, and just this the sword fight, and oh my god, Henry Cavill! I mean, he carries <laughs> the show on his on his back, you know. Yeah. Um, he has the muscle to carry the show. I can tell you. Oh, that. absolutely. <laughs> I gotta say, it's for me, it's really difficult to to name a TV show that's from a video game. I might have watched a couple that came from video games, but I can't think of any. I really liked the Pokemon show when I was younger that basically came from a video game, if you think about it. The video game was first, and then the TV show came. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, so I really liked Pokemon. Um, but something more recent, I, I couldn't tell you. I watched uh, Arcane, a couple of episodes of Arcane. I, I haven't watched everything yet. But that didn't strike me as much. Maybe because I'm not a League of Legends fan, but we can get into that a little bit, a little bit later in the episode. I don't really have one. If we did, if we did the other way around, like from from a movie to a video game, I would say Harry Potter because I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. But like the other way around, oh, it's right, hard. Yeah. It's hard. Okay, so to circle back to The Witcher, because you're a huge fan of The Witcher before um, the TV show came out. Absolutely. So. so this is going to be a tough question for you to answer, but which one is better? Like the <laughs> oh game? Oh my god. Dude, you can't ask show? that. That's such a difficult question. Um, I mean, they both got to have their pros and cons, right? Well, when you see both, it's really like three of them because there are the, the, books, the, the books, the games, yeah. and the series now. And I think there's even an anime from it, but I haven't seen that. Okay, um, so let's limit it to the three we have. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, God. I'd say it's a pick between the video games and the books, for sure. Just okay. because they feel more like the source material to me. It doesn't take away from the series per se, but if you're trying to tell the same story in a different platform and different medium, it's, you know, you're going to have some some changes because because of the uh, creative directors there and uh, you know you don't go into that world if you don't want to make your own mark i feel like and that's awesome yeah. but it's, it's going to make it difficult if you're using an existing story yeah especially because the fan base is already like attached to that story oh exactly like especially with a video game that's already visual they have they have a certain image of what a character looks like and mm -hmm. yeah um, what they sound like, what even what they smell like is described yeah. <laughs> in uh, very strongly. Like all the characteristics are already like set in stone, basically. Exactly. Or at yeah. least in your mind, you already have some sort of image of them in your mind. You, you know what's funny? I uh, actually wanted to play The Witcher 3 uh, back in the day when it came out, but my laptop was was too garbage for it. <laughs> so I, I still read so many positive things about The Witcher that I instead started reading the books. Uh, and that's how I started getting into the, the, the world of The Witcher. So it was only because my laptop was so bad that I actually read the books. I mean, that's, that's as good as reading as any. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's interesting what you just said about already having 
something in mind and then watching the TV show that's made from the games and from the books. Because I watched uh, Arcane, right? A couple of episodes right. of Arcane. Uh, but I've never played League of Legends, like really played it. I played a couple of games. I know how the game works. I've I've seen it. I've I've played like five games of, of League of Legends, but I've not played it, played it. So I think that's really interesting in regards to what you just said about already having a, an image set in stone. I don't know the characters in League of Legends. I've watched Arcane. I don't know what they sound like. I don't know who the voice mm, actors yeah. are. I don't know what their backstories are. And I think that's... That's fascinating if you look at Arcane because I think they did a really, really good job with that TV show on a lot of points that I can just hop into Arcane and not feel left out. I can follow the storyline. I know what they're going. Uh, I know what's going on. I understand it. I know the characters. Uh, after a couple episodes, the only thing, and some League of Legends fans are gonna hate me for this, but I think the story is <laughs> a little bit weak. Um, I've heard it so many times, you know, like it's the, the upper class and the lower class, you got a division in our, in, in, in poor and rich and you got enforcers and you got, it's, it's a little overdone. And I think this, the, the making is very good. I think it looks amazing. I think the music is good. I think the voice actors are great. I definitely would say, check it out. But after a couple of episodes, I'm not drawn in like i am at some shows you know but you told me about the storyline it's definitely overused like the a rich in a poor world i mean we have elysium uh upside down the movie it's kind of exactly it's kind of a cliche by now it's kind of a cliche and and a lot of league of legends fans are gonna love the show and they love this show i've seen some of the reviews everybody loves it and i get that if you're a big fan of something you're i think you're more inclined to like it because if I look at my own experience, if they would bring out a new Harry Potter movie, it doesn't matter if it's great or if it's mediocre. I'm going to love it because it's new content of something I love. And I think that would work the same if they brought out an Apex Legends TV show because I'm a huge Apex Legends fan. I'm going to watch that entire thing, even if I don't think it's great. I think that's what the companies are going for when they buy an entire franchise, an entire gaming brand and turn it into a tv show they know they're gonna take the hardcore fan base with it right yeah i think it definitely helps that riot games the developers from league of legends were so involved in the making of arcane and they really had a direct impact on it um because i feel like with with other storylines it might be more difficult to sort of convince the original source that it's uh, going to be a success yeah, if I compare that back to The Witcher, it's, you know, the writer from the books, he's, he's this old, grumpy Polish guy, <laughs> and he had no faith whatsoever in The Witcher. Yeah. And honestly, you can't really blame him for that, because the first three games were not a success. He took a lump sum of, like, I think only a couple thousand euros, and he said, well, have fun with it. Good luck. Yeah. So I... I yeah, um, I tend to be a bit more lenient with The Witcher show right now because I see that the first two games weren't a su success immediately either. You know, it, it takes some time. That's what I heard find... about The Witcher as well. I I have not watched it, to be clear, but I heard the first season is a little less good than the second season. So maybe there's an... Mm. I feel it's also part of 
just the way they want to put up the story. Like the first two books from the Witcher series are short stories, so a sort of a compilation. And I feel like this, the TV ser series, the show, is kind of put up in the same way, where they have um, different storylines and different characters that become really chaotic in the beginning and it raises more questions than answers. Mm -hmm. But eventually, like at the end of season one, you sort of start to puzzle things together and it's an, it's just an, it's an interesting format yeah for sure yeah i like it though when everything comes together in the end yeah it feels like you're you're actually discovering something i like oh my god wait like that's you're solving what, the puzzle what's going on yeah precisely yeah i think that's a really good point you made there with the writer of the witcher that the more involved the writer is I think the better it turns out, like if, whether it's a video game or, or a TV show or a movie, what you saw back with uh, Harry Potter and JK Rowling, the writer of um, the Harry Potter books, is she was really involved as, an, as a producer on a producer level uh, with the movies, which made the movies very true to the books. You didn't see a lot of anomalies. Like, of course, some, some things change or become smaller or become less relevant because they don't have the time to do the entire book. Of course, it makes sense, but the core stays the same because the writer is so involved. Oh man, the Harry Potter series is a great example of how you do it the right way. Because you know, you know the movies and the books are both immense successes. And uh, well, you know, if you want an example of how not to do it, I think the Hunger Games series is um, outstanding. The, the books were really good. And then the, the movies were just, just so mediocre <laughs> it, it was a real shame but the one redemption they have is that they really brought on the rise of uh, sort of the battle royale series i mean the battle royale existed before the hunger games it was actually a um, japanese movie back in 2000 which existed before the hunger games uh, existed but i think this this genre really gave rise to other popular video games, such as the Battle Royale mods in Arma 2 and Arma 3. And as a result, I think we also got PUBG and Fortnite and our favorite game at the moment, Apex Legends. So in a way, even if the particular brand doesn't work out, it, it can always lead to something else. So all this talk has me wondering, like, do you have any specific movie that you would like to see turned into a video game or the other way around? Oh, that's a really good question. I hadn't thought about that at all. Okay. Um, I mean, a lot of top movies already translated into, into video games, I think. Especially like yeah. from the big brands, the Disney's and the Harry Potter's and everything, everything like that. Um, so I really have to think about this for a second. Ooh. Yeah, of course, I would love to see Apex Legends turned into a TV show. I think Apex Legends has a very strong lore. Um, and very nicely worked out characters with good voice actors who could make it work. But besides that, besides that, I have to say, I have no idea. I have to bounce the question back to you and hope you have a very strong answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't ask you without having an answer in mind. I got to think right now about what, what some of my favorite games and some of my favorite movies are. I think if you turn games into a movie, it's, uh, I would have to go with the Mass Effect series. Oh. I enjoyed playing those video games so much, and I think they lend themselves really well for a TV show. Um, not yeah. so much for a movie because they're so lengthy, but uh, a TV show would be awesome. 
I think it could be a serious contender for some of the big, you know, star genres. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and if it was the other way around, like films into video game. I feel like that's harder to choose. Ooh. Or is that just me? Because you need a very good storyline to turn into a campaign. I, I, I want to say something by Quentin Tarantino, just because it's so gruesome. And I think it would be awesome in a video game. But then I think about Django Unchained, and that void has kind of already been filled by Red Dead Redemption 2. Has Prison Break already been done? Oh my goodness, that would be great. That would be pretty cool, I think. With that being said, thank you all so much for listening to our episode this week. We weren't here last week. That's because we had some preparations to do for the coming weeks. Um, but there's more episodes coming next week. We're back the week after that we're back. 100% sure. Um, send us your questions. You can do that on Twitter at DuoQCast. Q as in the letter Q. I'll leave it in the description down below. And we'll be back next week. Right, Famita? Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to our 10th episode. The anniversary of the DuoQ. Let's go.